Welcome back to episode 58 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Today on the podcast, we're going to listen to a YouTube channel by a gentleman by the name of Kevin's Corner. Well, the name of the channel is Kevin's Corner. And, uh, you know, I never heard of the guy. I'm kind of flipping through and I'm looking for a good video on this topic, identity politics. It ties in nicely with the Walk Away podcast I just did. Did very well, actually. Uh, I'm saying it got a lot of listens. The QAnon one really blew up. It got a lot of listens. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I just did one on the walk away, which kind of got me doing research onto identity politics, which ties directly into that walk away movement. And I'm looking for the right uh, right video and the right soundtrack, something that's going to really address the issue head on. And I'm seeing a few interesting things, and I stumble across this one. It doesn't have a bunch of views. It's a small YouTube channel, small in the sense of he doesn't have it's not a huge following, just a dude, regular dude. Seems like he's a football player, college college grad, you know, professional dude. And uh, he nails it with his video, in its simplicity, in its honesty, in its clarity, and his ability to get right to the point and express his point almost in an allegory where he gives a story about his college project and there was a skunk and you, we're going to listen to it but he nails it just crystal clear and a lot of people to pay close attention to this uh soundtrack because the guy really is bringing an allegory here he's giving us a, a story embedded within his message here how simple people are deceived and it's funny during part of it he he says something about his girlfriend or a woman or whatever, and he goes, you know, no, I don't want that to be misconstrued as me being misogynistic and that women... Well, you know, this video's brilliant, you know, and this Kevin guy nails it on this. So I don't want to over-explain uh, over it or over-present it. Just to give it a good listen and take it for what it is. The genius that's encapsulated within the video, I got to give my man some props. Really, really nailed it on this. So anyway, yeah, enough of that. Let's get into it, and uh, you'll hear from me on the other side. Let's get into it. What's going on, America? This is Kevin at Kevin's Corner, where I try to make some sense out of nonsense. And um, I want to tell you a story, okay, that's going to make some things clear when it comes to the tactics of the left and of the Democrats and of the, the liberal media. When I was in college, I had to do a presentation uh, for some class. I can't even remember. That's the funny part. Anyway, but they were judging us on a lot of different things. The class was dealing with how you put together a presentation, present the facts, the details, the evidence, um, and either share that information with your audience or persuade your audience. And so I was unprepared. I ain't going to even lie to y'all. I was unprepared. Um, and I just didn't take the class that serious. So what do I do? I wait to the last second to prepare. And I decided to do my, my presentation on a dusky skunk, a little rodent out in the desert somewhere. And a friend of mine and a co-football uh, player, he had a actual dusky skunk in college. How, why, I have no idea. Don't ask questions about that, okay? Nonetheless, he had a deodorized dusky skunk in the cage. And when I saw the skunk, I said, yo, you got to let me get that skunk. So he lends me the skunk. I literally take a piece of just notebook paper, sketch a real sorry cartoon looking drawing of the skunk, 
on the paper and I draw little arrows pointing to different limbs and parts of the skunk and write down some obvious information at the end of the arrows. Take it, Xerox it, come to class, try to pass off some boo-boo and make the people think it was chocolate. So I slide out all of the little pieces of paper to the audience, to the teacher. They're all looking at this like, what is this crap? Oh, everybody else is all professional. They got their binders and their PowerPoint presentations. What do I have? Loose leaf paper with a badly drawn skunk on it. So I pass it out and I begin to describe the absolute obvious things about the skunk. I'm like, I, I, I swear, you would have thought I was in like first grade giving a presentation. I was like, this here is a skunk. And on the end of his face is a nose. He breathes out of that nose. And on the top of his head, these are ears, which causes him to listen. And he has paws with little nails that he uses to scratch and dig for stuff. And I'm giving the obvious information about the skunk. And you can see it on the face of the people like, are you kidding me? He's so unprepared. I mean, I fought and, and died to get into this school. And this guy comes in here and he just puts together some garbage. You could just tell the pompous, arrogant attitude of all the people listening to my presentation, which they had right to feel that way because it was a horrible presentation. But at the end of the presentation, I said, now, ladies and gentlemen, behold, I pulled out from under the table set the cage on top of the table with a blanket over it. And I said, the dusky skunk. And I pulled the sheet back and everybody said, oh my God, is that a skunk? And they all ran up to the cage and it was like, oh my God, can I pet it? Can I take it out? Even the professor was like, well, where'd you get the skunk from? Can I touch it? And I'm like, everybody calm down, calm down. You'll all get a chance to play with the skunk. Relax, open up the cage. They're petting the skunk, playing with it. This is amazing. By the end of the presentation, the professor shaking my hand. Kevin, that was amazing. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a presentation that prepared. And, and I'm thinking to myself, y'all just got bamboozled i distracted all of those people from the main point i distracted them from the evidence i distracted them from uh all of the the the, the things and substance that make the presentation a good presentation i distracted them by saying okay forget about all that stuff over here focus on the skunk and by the time they ended up playing with the skunk they forgot that I had no substance. That is the same tactic that the Democrats and the liberal media has been using when it comes down to identity politics. They look at large groups of people and say, what do all of those people have in common? And if you're black, they know that one thing we got in common is racism. We can't stand the thought of racism. Because it's been just embedded in our minds. And sometimes it was warranted, especially when you go back to grandpa and grandma who actually lived through real racism, not this modern day stuff they're calling racism, you know, and they would tell you stories like when I was growing up down south, we couldn't even go down to the mark because, I mean, you look at the man wrong, you might disappear. Now, that was a time when I can honestly say if you yell racism, most likely it was true. But this modern day cry for everything to be related to racism is 
It's dishonoring all of those people who suffered from real racism. But black people have racism in common. So when you look at identity politics, they say, what can all black people identify with? They can't identify with maybe the style of clothes, music, whatever. But they can identify with being black and the thought of racism. So instead of providing the African-American community with real substance that is going to change their life, improve the ghetto, improve the inner cities, take down the crime rate, stop them from killing blacks, black on black, we're going to give them a distraction. We might pick out one case that is questionable and we'll highlight that case and exalt it over the hundreds and thousands of black men that are being killed. Because frankly, we don't care about those guys getting killed. We want everybody to care about this one case where maybe it was a questionable killing of a black man. Now, all of a sudden, they get all of America, the black population, to go, what? Now, instead of looking at all these hundreds and, and thousands of blacks dying from the hand of other blacks through gun violence, they say, no, uh, 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 no, 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 no. We want you to focus on this one case or these sporadic cases that pop up every once in a while. We want you to focus on the fact that there are statues out there that are offensive to you because they represent a dark time in America where they didn't like black people. We want you to focus on those things. And then they go to the next group and they say, hmm, what do all of the uh, Arabs have in common? Ah, they all want to not be accused of being a terrorist. So therefore, what we're going to do is we're going to make it seem like the opposition party hates all Arabs because they think they're all terrorists. That's what we're going to do. Wait a minute. The Jews, we can't leave them out. They, they, they are all hypersensitive over the past history of the Jews concerning the Holocaust and the hatred that they suffered. So everybody that opposes us, we have to paint them as being anti-Semitic. That's right. That will make all of the Jews unite and say, let's not vote for this person or that person. Oh, wait, we can't leave out all the Hispanics and the Mexicans. What do they all have in common? They're probably all hypersensitive about migration to America and amnesty. Therefore, instead of focusing on facts and details and substance, we're going to make them think that the party, the other party, hates all Mexicans, not just mad at illegal immigration, keyword, illegal immigration. We're going to make them think that, that the other party hates all Mexicans and they're totally against immigration, period. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. gays, lesbians. Oh yeah. They all are hypersensitive over being persecuted for their personal choice. Therefore, the other party hates all gays. They want to take away your gay rights. That's what they want to do. That's exactly what identity politics is. That is the tactic that they use to manipulate the votes, to manipulate large groups of American people that, for whatever reason, don't see through it. In any other circumstance, they wouldn't be walking around thinking about, oh, man, as soon as I walk out my house, I'm looking for men on white sheets. In any other circumstance, they wouldn't be going, man, it's just a matter of time before they bust down my door and call me a terrorist. It's a matter of time before they drag me out in the street and take me back over to Mexico. It's just a matter of time before they, they take me, string me up and lynch me. 
These are the tactics that they want you to think about instead of the substance. They are doing what I did when I gave my presentation. When they come out on stage, they don't give you a full, thorough presentation with facts, data, information, logic, reasoning, a strategic plan for the future, how to fix our economy, how to deal with illegal immigration, how to deal with uh, taxes, how to deal with medical care, how to deal with the violence in the streets, how to repair the inner city, how to build our infrastructure. They don't give you none of that stuff. They will just mention that stuff. When you elect us, we're going to lower taxes. We're going to focus on the American people receiving jobs and higher pay and rights for women. We're going to focus. That's another identity uh, politics move. If you're a woman, no woman wants to feel like she's being degraded by men. Yeah. So guess what? The other party hates women. They're misogynists. That's what they are. Yeah. They're going to throw that stuff out there because they have no facts they have no data they have no plan they have no facts they have no data they have no plan and so what they do is they distract you with all of the stuff that really isn't a major problem but they blow it up and make you think it is and at the end of their presentation they distract you by saying and if none of that works and you don't believe any of that one thing you will believe is behold racism and everybody go, ooh, behold, sexism. <gasps> ooh, behold, anti-Muslim. Ooh, anti-gay. Ooh, and that's what they want people to focus on and forget totally about the fact that they have no substance and no solution or plan. That is what they do when they deal in identity politics. It is the old smoke and mirrors, ladies and gentlemen. And see, they know they don't have a real ground game when it comes to that. So they say, you know what? Let's just let's use manipulation tactics. Let's build this into our marketing strategy. Let's go ahead, sit into think tanks and decide and discover what buttons to push when it comes to American voters that will allow us to manipulate their emotions and get them to vote for us regardless of any type of results, any type of strategic plan, any type of data, any type of substance. But one thing they will vote on is emotions. They will vote on us just throwing out all of these accusations that push that shiny red button. Beep, and they go, oh, I, I can't focus on anything else that man just said because they told me he's a racist. And people fall for it. So, you know, the truth is the new hate speech. And it is well shown by the fact that all of your liberal media networks, including, I hate to say it, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, all of that stuff are attempting to silence voices like mine, other black conservatives, other uh, just conservative YouTubers. They're doing everything they can to shut it down and keep us from exposing these these psychological tactics, these dirty tactics that they're using. And another one is coming down the pipeline is going to be sexual assault. You best believe it. They already leaking it out and they already starting to throw it back up. Like, well, you know, we got rid of our people that was questionable, but look, we still have a, an accused sexual assaulter in the white house. And then he's uh representing Roy Moore. No, 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 no. They're not going to tell you that those 
women did nothing more than accuse. They didn't prove and it wasn't disproved, but it wasn't proven. But at the same time, they're just going to leave that out there. Accusations. Should we doubt these women? If you do, then you're a sexist. If you, if you don't just automatically just believe them, you must support child molestation. All of that stuff, identity, politics, feeding on people's emotions. But people who rely more on their intellect, people who rely more on facts and data and not emotional impulses, see through it. And I'm trying to get everybody out there to see the game, to see through the tactics that they've been using for God knows how long and people still go along with it. Even as I'm saying this right now, there will be people who are watching the video and, and they see it. And you know what? I don't even believe it. I don't even believe it, man. No, I ain't even trying to hear that. You know, Hitler said, if you ever want to fool the people, do it right out in the open, make it obvious. And it'll be so obvious to them. They probably won't even believe it. They'd be going, that can't be what I, what I think it is. Nah, it gotta be another reason. It gotta be another interpretation. It would be like a guy walking up to his girlfriend with his other girlfriend and confidently introduce his other girlfriend to his real girlfriend. Like, Hey babe, this is Janet. Janet, this is, uh, my girlfriend. And the girlfriend would probably be going, okay, what is going on right now? This can't be what it, I think it is. I mean, he is confident. He just walked up to me and said, here's, Janet and whatever and she would go my eyes are not seeing what they're seeing she will have to come up with another logical explanation because she don't want to believe the truth that's right before her eyes now I'm not saying that all ladies are easily manipulated by men let me just put my disclaimer out there for all the snowflakes who can't see the analogy and will overlook the point of the story and go right to he's the sexist he's saying that all women are vulnerable to manipulation and it's their fault that men cheat on them all it, I, i'm not i'm not trying to debate that okay everyone okay Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want you to just focus on the main point, which is the strategy of the left of the crooked Dems and of that funky. I mean, funky, funkier than that skunk that I had liberal media, which Donald Trump the other night in Florida gave them the BGs, which stands for the boxing gloves. I mean, he was all over the place and I loved it. I was in the audience chin like, <sighs> again, again, we don't even want them to tap out. Break it. That's what we want. Break it. So, if you like what you heard, uh, hit like. Make sure you share this video. And if you want to support Kevin's Corner, there's links in the bottom that will allow you to donate to Kevin's Corner, which I appreciate it. Those that have been donating, I cannot thank you enough. We want to keep getting the word out about how corrupt and crooked this whole system is. And if if Americans that have been complaining for years about how corrupt D.C. is, they should be thanking God for a president that is not a part of that corruption and has come in and has been exposing all of this stuff. Do you realize if Donald Trump wouldn't have been elected, they would have swept all of this corruption right up under the rug? The problem is is they didn't think he was going to win. And they didn't do the house cleaning after the party. They out kicking it. They're like, you know what? Even though the house is dirty and a mess, we ain't having no company. So forget it. We'll clean that stuff up later. And all of a sudden, early in the morning, Donald Trump comes knocking on the door. Boop, boop, boop. Can I come in? They're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We ain't ready yet. 
Let's try to clean some of this. Hurry up, everybody. And it was too late. Came in and started seeing it. Uh-oh, y'all uh, was surveilling me. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Y'all put together a false dossier. Oh, wait a minute. Uranium one. Hold up. What is all of this uh, corruption laying on the floor over here? What is all of this mess y'all done left behind? And they like, we got to clean it up as an afterthought. Come on, y'all keep playing. That's nothing. You don't need to look over here. Nothing to see. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do right now. And so for all those Americans that be talking about all oh, the systems corrupt, that's what the Democrats and the liberal media is trying to do right now. Distract you from seeing that all of this corruption is being exposed and they're doing it by saying, look over there, racism. Look over there, sexism. Look over there, uh, misogyny, all of that stuff and miss out on the revelation that a lot of us knew already that the system is rigged and corrupt. And that is the benefit of having a president like Donald Trump. He's there to drain the swamp. So uh, for those that see through it, keep supporting. For those that don't, open up your eyes. See it for what it is, man. They they feeding you a nice boo-boo sandwich and say, no, 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 it's chocolate. That's chocolate. Mm -hmm. You smell that? Rely on your senses. All right. If it smells like doo-doo, it's doo-doo. All right. You've been listening to Kevin's Corner once again. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter. Um, the links are in the bottom. Thank you. God bless you. And let's continue to make America great. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com and my subreddit is reddit.com forward slash r forward slash alphamalebuddhist. That's my subreddit where you can uh, comment and interact with other listeners. And it's a great forum to sit and have an open dialogue. So, again, thank you for listening and namaste.